Yo, here, hold this. I gotta tell the story. What's up, everybody? My name is Esteban Torres. Everybody calls me Esto. I live in Las Vegas. I'm from Chicago. And uh, I drive Lyft full-time out here. Been out here for like four years. And uh, probably the most popular question everybody asks me is, what brought me to Vegas? How did I get here? And um, what was that was two or three things. Most importantly, a woman for sure. The second thing was opportunity. Third was probably risk. And um, I definitely didn't want to go back to Chicago that fast. I was probably living in Florida from November of 2015. So November, December, January, February, March. March, I came to Vegas for a wedding. My cousin got married to one of my best friends. And uh, it was March, like, 13th, 14th. It was, like, middle of March. Weather was awesome out here. And... Man, it was good vibes. It was it was a nice time being with a lot of my friends and family that I hadn't seen for like six months, being that I was gone, missed Thanksgiving and shit, missed Christmas, missed New Year's and you know, watching, you know, your family for the first time on on, on social media's get together and you're not there is hard. You know, so being back with everybody and being around, you know, being in Vegas and, and it was just a great little time and boom. My cousin was like, yo, you should move here. Like, right now is the time my cousin and her husband were like, yo, you should move here. And I was like, well, let me see what's up because I don't like Florida too much and I definitely don't want to go back to Chicago. And, you know, we were talking about that at the wedding and shit. And um, so while we were at the wedding, I had caught up with someone that I had known from, from Chicago. You know, I think we had similar circles. I don't think we ever, like, hung out like that. But we knew each other and we talked and stuff. And she had been living here for about a year. She had been living in Las Vegas for about a year. And um, I guess we had a really great understanding of what we both were going through as far as missing home, missing family, and, and you know, both understanding what we were going through. Because I, I, we had both the identical struggles of, of being away and all that shit, you know? And she was a cool, amazing girl. She was, she was running, though. She was, she was really moving. She had a great education. She was really smart. She was doing good for the company that she worked for. And, and you know, she was moving, you know. And um, so shit got really cool. At the, it, at the wedding, we just had a great vibes. We just talked. We exchanged numbers and nothing else after that. Um, I'll talk about the wedding at a whole nother day. That, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother night. Um, but um, whatever. So let's get back. So... Get back to Orlando. I'm like, man, fuck that. I had been working for this car company for about eight years. I was a mechanic for 13 years. Um, so basically, while every, all my friends are going to college and shit, I was working. I started working at 17 years old, started wrenching, boom, just car to go. And by the time I was 26, I was already a journeyman. And, you know, that's where, you know, having that experience really came into play. By the time I was 30, I had 10 years in the game, and I was moving. I was straight. I, had, I could move with my tools and... That was giving me opportunities that, you know, a lot of my peoples that I knew didn't have because they were stuck in school and all this shit. They didn't have that much time at their job and whatever. So, fuck it. When I was in Florida, you know, the pay structure was really tough, you know, because everything was per job and there ain't that much work. And then shit goes to seniority first. You're at the bottom of the barrel. And there ain't even enough fucking work there to even eat. 
So, you know, Florida wasn't going that good. And it was more of like a risk. Fucking crazy as shit was going on. And those are stories for a whole nother day about my family, my cousin Freddie, and all this situation that I was into for a minute. But, um, you know, family's family. And we're going to move. And we always going to be family. And that's cool. But, um, you know, holy shit, man. When I think about Florida, god damn. It was cool. It wasn't, it wasn't anybody in Florida. It was just the way Florida is. You know, the mentality, you know, living in the South. The way I compare it to people is like, imagine living your life 100 miles an hour in Chicago and then going cold turkey and going living it five, you know, and not being with your homies no more and not seeing your friends, not, you know, not doing shit, you know, and, and you know, just seeing some family, but then it was weird, you know, for a little bit. But uh, yeah, that shit was, that shit was crazy. All right, so back to how we get to Vegas. So the night of the wedding, um, <clears throat> old girl and I that are cool vibing out, talking, we exchange IGs. And um, that's it. We just had a good night. We drank a little bit. Her brother was in town. They went their way. Um, I was going back kicked with my friends and... Um, one of the bridesmaids and I, we went back, you know what I mean? And, and it was improvised, you know? She had been talking shit all weekend, throwing little indirectas. And I didn't, I didn't believe her because she's like maybe seven, eight inches taller than me. She's a dime. You know, she's amazing. I've been knowing her since I was a shorty. And, and I always had a crush on her, but she was like, oh, my God. You know, one of the chicks that you would never imagine you would, they, they would let touch, right? And she was talking all kind of shit all weekend at the wedding. Boom. It just, you know, we went to our little spot and we talked a little bit and it was on from there. You know, we had a good night. And then um, what's crazy is while I'm back at the hotel with one of the bridesmaids, my phone goes off and um, it's old girl from the wedding. And she's like, hey, you look really good tonight. It was nice catching up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't answer back. I just let it go. So finished the night with old girl. We had a great time. Boom. Head out back home to Orlando. Me and old girl start talking on Instagram and on FaceTime. And we start talking all the time and texting and shit. And, um, you know, I was in Florida <clears throat> after about a, after an eight-year relationship. You know, I had left the girl that I was with for eight years. And it was just killing me at home mentally I was exhausted I was going through a lot of things you know depression and you know I wasn't in a great place mentally and you know Florida was a help you know in that sense where it was getting away from all the things that I would see to remind me and, and I was struggling you know to get on my feet I was living with my mom's and um you know shit was fucked up for a minute you know and um you know I was doing a lot of shit you know that I shouldn't have been doing you know, I was running a couple errands here and there, yada, yada, yada. Nothing too crazy, but stupid shit, you know, shit that, that wasn't really worth it. And, um, you know, I was just living like a lame-ass life, you know, kind of like I am now, but I work smarter now, that's all. And, um, you know, shit's cool. But, <clears throat> so, for about a month or so, me and no girl are talking, and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely feeling her a lot, and, and I'm like, fuck, like, I tell her, I'm like, look, I don't have that much money. I'm struggling. Like, I don't have shit. But I know that I can get a job in Vegas. You know, I know that I can get my shit in pretty good, or pretty easy, pretty quick. And, you know, and then I can get the ball rolling. I just told her, I'm like, I'm not at your speed. Like, if we're, if, running, if we're running this life race together, you're moving, like, at 100 miles an hour. I'm, I'm pretty, like, 
it's moving real slow for me right now. I'm crawling still. You know, I just want you to understand that so that when I go there, that it's not like you assume that I'm like the motherfucker with a Porsche. I don't have no, I don't have that shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. I ain't doing shit like that. But, you know, I want you to understand the situation before I go there. This is how it is. You know, I'm living in a fucking half of a house in a one bedroom with my cousin Freddie. And my, my dog's living in my fucking aunt's house in a fucking chain link fence outside. He's never been outside. He's fucking, you know, barking all the goddamn time. You know, I'm struggling. My job's paying me fucking $250, $300 a week, you know, for fucking 50 hours, you know, because of the laws and shit. Shit's really foul out here and out there, too, in Florida. But, um, so I told, oh, girl, I'm like, look, if this shit is going to work, I need to go to fucking Vegas. You know, like, I, I write to Mazda. I said, I want to go to Vegas. I want to go with Mazda. You know, that's where I want to go with. Because I have a lot of confidence. I've been working for them for eight years out of the 13. You know, and I'm, I'm certified till 2016. And um, boom, I started looking on Craigslist. I find a, And I had a friend that worked at corporate. So I told him, I'm like, yo, can you give me a job in Vegas? He's like, dude, I got you. Like, within a week, he got me a gig. Not even a week. He's like, hey, I got you a gig. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me a little bit. So... He's like, what do you need? I'm like, I want to be clean. You know, I don't want to be smoking. I don't want to be nothing. He's like, all right. What do you need? I'm like, give me a month. He's like, all right. So I told a girl, I'm like, look, before I go to Vegas, I'm not going to smoke or drink 30 days. She's like, all right, I believe you. I trust you. Bro, I went 35 days, no smoking, no drinking. <clears throat> and, um, man, I, I called up Mazda, and they said, come on in. You got a job. Bring your shit. I explained the situation. No, they're like, come on in. They, they, they FaceTime interview me and shit. And they said, come on in. I knew I had a drop, and shit, I passed the drop and started work. The only thing was that my tools dragged on getting here for like two extra weeks. It was crazy. So when I'm shipping all my shit out here, I have like a two-and-a-half-day drive bringing my dog in a 2002 Mazda 626 that I bought from my barber for 800 bucks. I had just done the axle. Um, Car ran good though, car was awesome. And um, man, when I got on my way to Vegas, I was like, bro, this girl ain't gonna put up with my shit. Like she ain't gonna like Bravo, he's too old. You know, he's not like people when I, it's hard for like people to love a dog this older, that's older now and he's big, he's aggressive and he's not bad, but he's just big, you know? Um, and then, you know, shit was just kind of hard to adjust to, you know, and then, you know, it was a lot of pressure on me coming out here and, and she was like, you know, one of the higher end girls, you know, like she was like a Mercedes Benz, you know what I mean? And I'm a Toyota guy. Right. And, and I knew that the bar was set high, but I just didn't think that she would give me the time because she was already doing really good. You know, like I would be feel like I would fucking be slowing her down, you know? And, um. You know, so when I got here, my toolbox was fucking stuck in Florida because the shit that I had put it together with wasn't correct. The, the, the trucker wouldn't take it. So he instructed the guys that worked at the dealership how to do it. Thank you. They, thank God they blessed me and did it. <clears throat> they, they had a ship, so it took them an extra two weeks to get here. So um, at that point, me and her were like, I don't know, man. It was like some shit happened. Like, the girl that I was with for like eight years never wore makeup. And then I had never seen this chick without makeup. That shit fucked me up, number one. Number two was I felt under this immense amount of pressure. 
Number three was, it just didn't vibe well once I got here. You know, like, I was still kind of depressed. I was still going through some shit. She's, like, on 10. You know what I mean? So, it, it just didn't vibe right, you know? And then, one day she came home. It was, like, four or five days into the fucking shit, being, me being here, you know? And um, it was already pressure because she could we couldn't have the dog where we were at, too. So, that was another factor. So, then, um, you know, some other things that were mounting, too. So, then, um, one day she came home and she was, like... Um, uh, I feel like you're trapping me. I said, what? She's like, I feel like, I said, all right, you know what? You feel like I'm trapping you? I said, here, check this out. I'm going to get the fuck out of here, grab my shit, and I'm going to leave. I'll go live in my car before I deal with your fucking ass thinking I'm trying to trap you. I, I told you what it was about, but that's fine. I knew this shit was going to happen, so I ain't even going to force the deal. Um, and you know, that's it. So how about this? I'm going to leave. I'll grab my dog. I'll grab my shit, and I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Because you obviously on a whole nother level. You didn't want to deal with me, and that's cool. I, I have my own problems, and that's fine. You don't have to be dealing with them. And you know what? Thank you for everything. You motivated me, and it's all good. God bless you, and I'm out of here. You got to go. So I text my boy, and I called him. I said, look, man, me and this girl are going to work it out. My cousin, I called my cousin and her, her husband, and I said, look, ask your wife if it's cool. Let me know how it is. Ask your father-in-law, too, because they were sharing the house. Not sharing it, but renting it from them. And I had the dog and shit, and I knew that would be a factor. And I was like, look, I ain't going to start working for at least another week. My tools are here already on their way, so could you do it? And they were like, yeah, they did it, so they blessed me. Boom. And then um, I let her go, and that was it. I never went, I never called and never bothered her and, and shit like that. Um, and I just started living out here in Vegas with my folks. And then we started just moving. And um, at that point, that's how I got here.